Welcome to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. So Cindy is going to regale us with a recent time in which other conversational responses did not work. What is the word that you just used? Work? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a normal word. Doesn't meet my need for familiarity. Oh, boy. Does it meet your need for discovery? Regale? Yeah, regale. Never heard that word in my life. It's like to amuse us with a story or tell us a story. Oh, okay. I guess that's what I'm going to do then. Thank you for educating me. Okay, yeah. Story time. So this weekend, my daughter lost $200 on Facebook Marketplace. She was scammed. And we were all coming together to have lunch on Sunday. And this had just happened to her before she got there. Just she walked in, it was very fresh that she had just lost $200. So she came in and of course, you know, I was like, hi, how are you? And she was like kind of holding back tears and not so good. And then she told me the story that she had been scammed on Marketplace and she was crying a little bit. And then, oh my gosh, it was just too much. I wish I had videotaped the entire thing to watch how many other conversational responses happened in that moment and her reaction to those other conversational responses. Because first one person, I will keep the names of these people and the positions of these people so that people are held safe. But one person started to relate and one up about like something similar that had happened to them not so long ago. And then somebody more or less just changed the subject and started talking and showing some pictures related to a weather event that had happened. And in the middle of that, I could see my daughter was, (laughs) Heather's just shaking her head. (laughs) You're shaking your head because you just know how painful that is. The pain and how it's not the response you want, but also knowing that there are going to be multiple instances in rapid succession. Right. Stepping into that, like my daughter is what I think quite schooled up in NVC and knows what works best for her in those moments, what kinds of reaction are actually very supportive and which ones are more painful. So she knew, and but what was she going to do? It was time to come right after this had happened. Like the Band-Aid had just been ripped off and now she was walking in and there was no really setting herself up for a different experience very easily. Of course, I was there and of course she knew looking at me the whole time I was taking needs guesses and really kind of connecting to what she might be feeling, which was really what came out was it wasn't so much about the money, though. Of course, she was very sad about the money and upset about the money, too, because she doesn't have a huge amount of money. But for her, it was really needs more around kindness and the thought that somebody would do something like that. And the guy was still even trying to get more money from her. That's how she kind of knew, wait, this isn't right when he was trying to get her to do something else. And then she had a red flag like, oh, wait a second. I'm sure something around fairness, too. Yeah, fairness, really just emotional safety. I'm sure she felt embarrassed, something like that to have happened. So, of course, you know, I was throwing out some of those. Oh, and then somebody came up and tried to console and, like, make her feel better. I don't know what other conversational response that would be other than console. And she said something in the moment like, you know, I don't want to feel better right now. I want to feel the way that I'm feeling right now. And I could tell that the other person didn't know what to do with that. So that was kind of awkward. (laughs) 
And then we walked outside and my husband, who I can say, because I don't think he'll care, he missed it all when she first showed up there. So we kind of had to repeat what had happened. And he immediately, what I would call minimized, like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And then he, in a funny way, like he knew, he said, that wasn't empathy, was it? No, that wasn't empathy. That was minimizing. So it was just like one response after another, after another, after another. And there was a part of me that it was so painful to watch. And I know for her, very painful as well. And then there was a part of it that it was a little humorous. Like I really wished I could have videotaped the whole thing and just like stopped and like had comments over what I was seeing and the reactions from everybody there and how it just really didn't lend itself to connection or to real support, which is I think what everybody was trying to do. Everybody was trying to help her feel better and give her some support and move her beyond it. Oh, that's so frustrating and painful, but also, yeah, a little comical because it's almost cartoonish. It was just cartoonish. We went for a walk and we were just almost kind of laughing like, oh my God, Let's just go over all the other conversation responses that just happened in that moment. And I think we decided, because I think some people I hear say that, I think I've heard you say this actually, that NVC is a blessing and a curse all at once because you have awareness. I think in this kind of a circumstance, it's probably better to have awareness than not. Because I think what happens out in the world, like say Tyler didn't know any NVC and she came in and that whole scene played out just the way that it did, but she didn't know NVC and had no awareness. My guess is that she would still be feeling really shitty and maybe even getting in a worse and worse mood, kind of just like she was, but then even having confusion on top of it, not being able to fully understand why is that annoying for me? Like not even marking, oh, I feel more annoyed because I have a need for support or to be heard. And when so-and-so said or did this, that didn't contribute to that for this reason, right? I think people that don't know NBC, they have the same kind of reaction, but then they're unconscious about what's going on there. And I would imagine that it lends to even more suffering because there's confusion on top of the already difficult experience. Yeah, just more and more things are added. Like you don't have an experience of being heard and maybe you don't really know what that's like. So then just other people's stuff gets added to your stuff. And I think MVC is always a blessing, sometimes a curse because yeah. you have the awareness. Yeah. Well, and I think in that circumstance, it's really more about like so many of those other conversational responses in that moment, they don't really support in the way that most people are wanting. And they don't understand why they're getting more in a funk in the moment. They're yeah. just getting more in a funk, right? Most people don't have, I think most people don't have the experience of being heard or mm -hmm. understood or whatever. And yeah, you can see what someone's trying to do. You can see they're trying to meet your need for support. And I do think that just hearing her and reflecting and taking needs guesses did give her more of a sense of completion. It does allow you to get, even though it might be painful, just some real awareness and connection with self and why you're having the experience that you're having. So it lends itself to more clarity, the opposite of confusion. So therefore, even though it still might be a painful experience, there's more clarity there and that is helpful. And I think that that's 
what is amiss when people tend to use those other conversation responses. You don't get the clarity, you get more confusion and usually more yucky feelings. And it's just a clusterfuck, excuse my French, but that's really what I think happens. It's like, oh my God. And then the people around you get upset because they're just trying to help and you're not receiving it as help. Like the person that was trying to console didn't understand why is she making a big deal about wanting to feel her feelings. And then there's defensiveness there. And then part of it is that, well, my daughter did just kind of come across as what I would consider judgmental. So he becomes defensive. So it makes the situation even that much worse. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it compounds it. Yeah, it really, really does. So I just wanted to share while it was rather fresh, because I'm sure people that are learning this process, that you're having those very same kinds of experiences out there, seeing this in play, and just wanted to shine a little bit more light on it and to bring some awareness to it so that those of us that are learning and trying to use this more in our life, that we have more sensitivity about how we're responding. We don't really have control over how somebody else responds. But we do have control over looking for other people that will respond in a way that is going to be supportive for us. That's where knowing other NVC folks, being a part of the Big B Method Empathy Gym, you have a place to go to get the kind of hearing that you really want in circumstances. And then hopefully with some of the other people in your life, like my husband, when I really need him to give me empathy, even though he was playful in that moment with my daughter, I know that he can do it and he will, which is really sweet and great, meets my needs for support. What else? Anything else you want to say about this? I thought there was something else you brought up earlier. I think we covered it. I just mentioned how sometimes it can be really frustrating if someone has known you for a long time and they typically know how you want to be responded to and yet they choose what suits them best. Mm -hmm. And I think that can be really frustrating, that awareness. Yeah. Because, yeah, they want their choice and they want their freedom, but maybe there's just mourning around consideration and, and connection, connection, ultimately. Considering sure. how someone wants to be responded to when you know that this way of interacting and moving through the world is like of the utmost importance to them. Yeah, well, and I think that it still rests on us to continue to try to communicate in a way that can be heard from that other person. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you have you know, to be the one to model it. Well, model it and also ask mm -hmm. and make sure that it's a request. See, I think for many of us on our NBC journey, we end up demanding it. Like we want that person to respond that way. And if they don't, then we're pissed off at them. So it really is more of a demand. So yes. the work for self is to constantly be moving towards how do I ask in a way that it's a request and I don't have attachment and I'm okay with it. It's a Herculean act. I get it. It's not an easy thing to do, but that is the work for ourselves in wanting to get what we want in the way of response, to get the kind of supportive response that we're wanting. It still rests on our shoulders. That's the part that really sucks. That's the curse of NVC right there, because it's a lot of continued self-work, which is tough, and it can be grueling, and it can be tiresome, I think. And I still say, well worth the effort, better than any other option I have found yet. So I keep playing the game because of that. And I think you yeah. do too. Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. So on that note, I think we're done for today. I have a little note to myself to always remind folks that the Big B Method is now 
offering an opportunity for people to join the Empathy Gym. And when you first join in, you basically go through the intro or foundational piece of it, which is eight weeks plus an orientation of just a lot of good information, learning, and practice sessions in the Empathy Gym. So if you're interested in that, call it the intro course. It's available now to anybody, anywhere. We have a lot of options, and I think it's at a very reasonable price. It's $300 for eight weeks plus an orientation, so essentially nine weeks of content. So if you're interested, and we would love to have more and more people join us on this journey, please go to this is the direct link, http forward slash forward slash learn dot the big B method dot com. That's learn dot the big B method dot com. That'll take you right there and you can enroll and then you'll see us live. And the empathy warm line number is 850-706-0488. Is that right? You got it, girl. Oh, it just wow. flew out of my mouth before I could wow. even think about it. Can't you wait until all the MVC processes work in that same way? <laughs> nice. All right. Bye. You've been listening to It's All About Connection, NVC with Dr. B. For more episodes and guest bios, please visit us at www.thebigbmethod.com. That's www.thebigbiemethod.com. And remember, empathy first.